0: Welcome to Pick Up Your Sticks, where we talk about why gaming matters with your hosts, Walker Neer and Brett Lindley. I'm Walker, and today we chat about some titles we've picked up during the Steam summer sale. Brett has developed a love-hate relationship with Earth Defense Force 5, the quintessential B-movie grade video game franchise. I picked up Balloons Tower Defense 6 for less than a dollar, and you should too. Happy 4th of July. What's up, Brett? What's you got you picking up your sticks this week?
1: Hey, what's going on? I uh, have I've got a good one this week, at least I think because I think it's good because I'm conflicted on it. Oh, I have put in. Uh, I don't even I can't look because I, I always run my games forever. So I can't tell you how long I've actually played it because, you know, my steam hours and sit in the background. But I digress. I picked up Earth Defense Force five in the steam sale
0: you know go on go on okay okay so
1: i i had earth defense force 4.1 in my my like wish list for a while and i think i've seen like i think i started wish listing it around edf 3 and every time i look at it, i'm just like nah i can't do this and i'm glad like i'm glad that i got it at a sale price because i'm not sixty dollars no. this is not sixty dollar worthy game um, it is so, so bad that it comes back around to being good.
0: So it actually achieves what a B-movie does.
1: Kind of, but not in the same... Like, in the same way that a, a B-movie becomes a cult classic...
0: That's what I mean. Not,
1: but not in the same way as, like, somebody trying to make a B-movie.
0: Right, but but... Were B movies that were that are like actually what what defines a B movie were they made with the intent of being a B movie or did someone just miss the mark?
1: yeah, Yeah, I don't know. It's it's missing the mark. So it's trying. EDF is trying to be a B movie, but then trying so hard that they themselves circle back around with the amount of cringe that's there that it's like it's so I can't. I can't Mm. describe how unbelievably salty I am about this game and yet I'm still putting a lot like not just the story, not just the gameplay, the mechanics, the camera control, everything about this game is bad. It's not just like it's a B movie because uh, giant bug aliens. It's like everything about this game is things that I hate about games, but it's still enjoyable. Is that a bunch of quick time events? No. Okay. So not not a bunch of quick times. Okay. Um, so not I, right? There is kind of a quick time <laughs> event, but it's essentially like if you get bitten by a giant ant and it picks you up, you just have to shoot it until it dies, and then it drops you. That's your quick time mm. event. Um, it is. It's strange because I, I'm pretty sure it's either I don't know if this is a U.S. made game that's trying to pretend that it's not a U.S. made game. Or if it's a Chinese game that has surprisingly good English voice acting, but the English voice acting was then run through Google Translate like six times to get their, to give them their script. Like, I, I just, I can't figure this game out.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I was excited at first because I remembered that I had gotten a Earth Defense Force game in a Humble Monthly bundle mm-hmm. within the last year. Okay which I've never installed. <laughs> However, <laughs> and it was like all of the DLC for it. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's,
1: there's a fair amount, even it for was, five, five just came out and it has like eight or 10 launch DLCs
0: with it that I was like, no, it was, uh, it was four one though. So 4-0-1. I can't play with you. I was, I was like, oh, this is going to be great because <laughs> the only way I would ever even consider playing one of those is if it was going to be co-op. Yeah. Um, But 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 no, which is it it does have
1: co-op and I played probably about 30 single player missions. And finally today I was like, well, we're going to record. I'm going to talk about it. I got to at least try the co-op. It's got the same thing where you can play any mission so long as somebody else is hosting it. However, if you want to host missions, you have to replay through the campaign. The campaign is separate, like single offline mode and, and online mode are separate. They're the same campaign. But you have to start back over at the beginning if you're hosting the room. So, Otherwise, you just get random missions from other players.
0: Uh, oh, got yeah. So, just to, I think we should back up a, yeah. a tiny bit. What is it? I know what it is, right? And I've known what it is. I think maybe since like Xbox 360 was the first time I ever I think saw so. it. Yeah. And was surprised then <laughs> that it existed, frankly. Um, but anyway, so by all means, it, please. It is
1: it it feels like a unity tech demo like a like a unity asset store game um where you play as a soldier of whatever wherever you come from you are an unnamed civilian to begin with and you become a soldier later and i i have to use the language of the game monsters attack the planet (laughs) but they're just giant ants and giant spiders and then Aliens attack as well, and there are UFOs. There are lots of air quotes happening now. Uh, But when when describing the aliens, they're just aliens, you say? Yeah, they're 40 foot tall. They have heads and arms and bipedal. So just like humans then, except they're just giant 60 foot tall frog monsters, (laughs)
0: okay so it's not attack on titan (laughs)
1: no no not not just like humans at all (laughs) and they're like oh we'll we'll designate this monster species monster alpha like they're giant ants just call them giant ants like we'll call these beta like they're no those are spiders those are giant spiders it is kind of like a um dynasty warriors game if instead you had guns
0: mm-hmm. um, well, yeah not a lot of um not a lot of emphasis on defense not really no it's it's continue shooting until you yeah. like
1: there's a couple of weapons that have limited ammo but most of them you just have infinite ammo that you
0: reload your clip every now and again it's almost like if someone made a clicker game but like really leaned into the graphics. Yeah, And and not even because it's gorgeous, but just compared to clicker games. And there is, like, I mean,
1: there's, I don't want to call it strategy, but, like, you have to move around, like, because, especially in the harder, so I've upped the difficulty mode a couple of times. And then when you go into the multiplayer, if you're the only person in the room and it's on hard difficulty, I can't get past the second mission. Even after collecting, like, a bunch of weapons and doing a bunch of upgrades and stuff, yeah, the second mission just wrecks me on hard difficulty solo online. Um, but single player, I'm on like mission thirty or so doing hard mode. And and there's like better weapon loadouts for certain missions and stuff. So you you it's kind of dynasty warriors in the fact that there is just hordes of enemies that attack right. you. Right. Um as you kill things, boxes drop out of them. They're not really loot boxes, but they are boxes that give you loot, just not random it is random loot, but there's no loot box animation or anything so there are reward chests we'll call them <laughs> you collect them and they just it just makes a ding noise when you collect it sounds like sonic when you collect them like collecting rings it's like bling and then at the end of the mission you get a bunch of weapon unlocks based on how many boxes you collected if you have the same weapon it upgrades it there's a crap load of weapons there's four classes there's like your soldier class Uh, your wing diver, which is like a jetpack scout kind of class, uh, a air support class, which I haven't played yet because it recommends only online multiplayer for that. But apparently you just call in airstrikes all over the place. And then there's a, it's called the fencer, which is kind of like an exoskeleton power armor sort of thing. Um... And there's just a stupid number of weapons and upgrades and equipment. You don't actually get to upgrade the gun. Like, you can't pick, like, oh, I already have this one, so I want to upgrade it. It's just if you get a duplicate, the duplicate upgrades by X amount, and it gets randomly better. Mm. Um, It's kind of made to be insanely grindy. Um, Like... So in the multiplayer mode you can unlock there there's like a weapon level lock and like a weapon type lock so you can only use certain level weapons in certain missions so you can't be OP. You can unlock that if you complete I believe 70% of the campaign, which means beating each difficulty with each class uh and each level. And I saw somebody do the quick math on it if you're running at like 15 to 20 minutes a mission there's something like 111 missions times four classes. So it's 400 and some odd missions at 70% completion means it's like 200 hours to unlock. <laughs> Just the ability to pick whatever weapon you want in whatever mission. <laughs> wow. Um, but it is surprisingly cathartic. It, it It is, I like it for this week because it's 4th it's of July week. And it definitely has a kind of like uh, Independence Day feel to it, where there's just flying saucers that are shooting lasers while there's giant ants and spiders and giant frog people with plasma guns. All the terrain is destructible, so buildings are crumbling. There was at least one mission that had a giant Godzilla thing that I couldn't kill. And... (laughs) It rampaged through buildings and you can deploy tanks and and all kinds of... You fly around in jetpacks and just shoot stuff. But everything is like... It's definitely meant for multiplayer, especially everybody but the... The like ranger class, the soldier class, is probably the most effective in single player. It's the best that I've played so far. Because all of the guns... like If a gun has a C rating for its accuracy, you're talking like... A, a, a like a 60 degree cone in front of you like your little targeting reticle is like you know a little half inch dot on the screen and you're spraying bullets in a three inch wide pattern so you're like you're not hitting anything unless it's directly in front of you even though it's a, a rifle or whatever it just sprays bullets in a circle so a lot of the guns feel kind of unrewarding <laughs> like you're unlocking new stuff but it's not really effective and you're squishy and die quickly
0: and giant ants everywhere. (laughs) I think the Dynasty Warriors comparison is really apt. Um, Just because everything you described, I think, is true in Dynasty Warriors games also. Which Dynasty Warriors, to be clear for people who maybe don't recognize that name, is also sometimes referred to as Musao games. Um, Dynasty Warriors, I think, is the original franchise of that style of game. But so I just, while you were describing this, I did Google to see if I could find a list of Musao games that have come out because they they have gone out. Like, did you know that there's a Zelda Musao game? Legends of Hyrule? Yeah, yeah I did hear <laughs> that. Like... I heard it's actually kind of decent too. Like a lot I of mean... people were against it existing, but then
1: Nintendo games, everybody hate that the, the formula changes, but then it comes
0: out and everybody loves it because they have at least decent polish. You can at least look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even gonna click through it on the first page that I found of a list of Town games. There's thirty. Wow, and that takes us back to 2012, and I was definitely playing those games as early as 2001. Yeah, so <laughs> we there, it's amazing that these games are as popular. It it really is like uh like find like stumbling into a a B movie subgenre, like if you were to find, like if you found like a a theater or something that just showed B movies, right? B-movie. Like a dollar like theater kind of thing,
1: <laughs> like a drive in with old <laughs> yeah. and they're not in high def or
0: anything, they're using like reel to reels. And, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. So that's, I mean, I, I, but I get it because I also have spent a lot of time playing Dynasty Warriors games, yeah. I mean, not I like. Mean- 100 hours a week or something. But. No,
1: no. I think I'll definitely, like, trail off of this game. But it's good catharsis. I it, It's frustrating, though, because everything about... Like, not everything. The animations are actually surprisingly high quality of ants and things like running over buildings. Although the spiders have, like, three-frame animations for jumping... And when they die, they're like, whenever they hit their death HP, their legs just curl up and they splatter with purple and they like ghostly fly through the air. So, but like for the ants crawling on the buildings and stuff, it's surprisingly good. Hmm. But everything else, like you have to fight the controls. Like, run is you have to stop what you're doing and then hold the run key in a direction. The camera pans down because you look, you focus on your feet as a runner. And so like the camera gets super close and points kind of down at your like ankles and you can't strafe while running so you can only turn but you have a really wide turn radius so you're just constantly fighting the controls to try if you like dodge roll while you're running it stops you from running so you have to like stop everything that you're doing hold the run key again then push a direction and it's like you you are fighting the controls like the 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 wing diver the jetpack girl like Thought it was going to be super cool flying around like the flying works really well, but aiming while flying like my cursor is pointing in one direction. But if I'm boosting up, I'm just shooting like way further down than I should. Like you think you'd be shooting straight out and you just shoot. So you have to like boost and then not boost so that you could shoot forward and aim. It's, it's ridiculous. And then if you're falling, you're shooting way higher, even though you're not falling that fast. It's like the amount of gravity your shots have is different from, I don't know. Everything about this game is a struggle for me to play. It is so many things that I dislike in a game and yet I am having a blast. Just just like, I can't listen to it. I can't hear the commander guy talk because ev- at the end of every mission, they're like, we'll get you safe somewhere soon, civilian. We promise. And then it's like you drop into a mission and there's just Godzilla there. And they're like, oh, no, where did this come from? We'll, we'll beat it. And it's like, I just,
0: I can't.
1: Mm. I can't. It's so horrible. Like, what are they shooting at us? Like, oh, God, it burns. It must be acid. And there's the weird pauses. But, like, the voice acting isn't bad, but the script is. And it, mm. And it's not just, like, they're trying to be bad. It really feels like they sent it through Google Translate back and forth a couple of times and then had a yeah. professional read
0: it <laughs> which maybe they did i mean because you know they're they're uh, clearly the game's franchise has existed for at least a decade right um, and is never not been this you know yeah. what i mean so yeah. i guess they're just leaning into that as much as they but can but even in- like
1: the menus like you have to click when you when the game loads up it just has nothing And there's not like an exit game or a menu or anything you click and it'll say you will use keyboard and mouse, which I guess is like they have controller detection, too. So if you click a controller, it'll say that and you click OK and then you get a menu when you return. Like you can't exit game from just anywhere in the game. You have to return to main menu, but there's nothing there to tell you how to exit. I had to discover by right clicking. It'll bring up you want to exit. And I was like, oh, yes, yes, I want to exit. (laughs) Mm yeah it's just like everything about it just is is frustrating to me but i love it still i don't know why
0: (laughs) vehicle controls are bad meanwhile the people who made brigador are are like oh come on right right
1: (laughs) (laughs) you just need 400 giant ants on screen at a time sorry guys (laughs) i was mad that like i got i finally got a tank and you like summon it in and I get into it, and the turret moves, like, you. it's one of those, like, slide your mouse across three monitors to get the turret to slowly turn. And then I was like, well, I'll just run over a bunch of stuff, because I'm in a tank. And nope, there's no crush or collision damage. Like, three ants jumped up to me, and just, like, my tank exploded, because they bit it. And I was like, I- I'm just way better as an infantry person, uh, like, shooting things from a distance, like
0: that's hilarious
1: it's it's frustrating
0: <laughs> so you said you picked it up as part of the summer sale Is that yeah right? yeah
1: so i got it as part of the summer sale i got another game but i haven't touched it yet but i know i know i'm going to like that game or at least i certainly hope so because i like every other game in that series but i haven't played it yet so and what's it called so that will be the uh crap um I know the subtitle. I don't know the SteamWorld Quest, the Hand of Gilgamesh. So the, the SteamWorld card battler game. But I've loved gotcha. all of the other SteamWorld games. Uh, yeah. Dig 1 and 2. Uh, I liked uh, the the one that was kind of the 2D XCOM one was really yeah. good. Um, SteamWorld Heist, I think. But I've loved all of the SteamWorld games so far. They've got a fun animation, a fun style, kind of a fun story, and, and very quirky attitude. So I'm sure I'll like it. Um, I just haven't dug into
0: it yet. So I uh, came today with a mission. uh, And that is that a game we talk about all of the time on this podcast is Balloon's Tower Defense 6. Okay. And on the Steam Summer Sale, it is on sale for $1. Wow. Despite already owning it on mobile, technically. Right. Right. I went ahead and rebought it on Steam because can I you, want to play on my PC sometimes. Can you transfer your account to PC? I don't know.
1: Let uh, me know I because I I would definitely buy it on PC for a dollar.
0: However, I'm so far on the mobile version that I don't want to replay it if I can't transfer my account. I don't. I don't. I don't know that I saw any option like that. I also didn't look into it that that far. But yeah, I'll, I'll check and see if I find anything like that. Um, but I just want to urge anyone who hears this (laughs) to do yourself a favor and just spend the night. It's actually 99 cents. It's 99 cents It
1: is 99 cents.
0: (laughs) Just spend the 99 cents because it it's great. I mean, I've played a ton of balloons and I bought it. And then I sat for the next four hours playing balloons. It is
1: less expensive than a soda.
0: Yes. Correct. Like if
1: you can, if you want a Dr. Pepper in the aisle of a checkout line, if instead they were like, Hey, can you just get a video game? while you're waiting in the aisle of the checkout line that's this
0: and it's and an it amazing game right yeah that's what I was going to say it's not because i really want to promote the developer or want them to get hooked up or something i mean i guess i do cuz i want them to keep making more products right but it really is just the best tower defense game that exists like it mm-hmm. like as a pure tower defense right it, it, there's just not there's nothing better um it's it's incredible how many different ways you can attack levels Mm -hmm. i've i did one level where i just used one of each kind of tower like instead of duplicating anything just one of each and it worked it was great but then i've had others where i'll only use two or three types you know what i mean try and restrict myself or whatever um yeah well and that's like that's
1: a good way to level up because you get unlocks for different towers and stuff so if you want to unlock certain things for one tower yeah just find a mission that's good for that tower and spam it and just
0: try to unlock everything for that one tower Mm -hmm. and yep but yeah balloons is uh balloons is pretty great so yeah balloons tower defense six yes uh, balloons td6 yes 99 cents so no reason not to own it um I also picked up. So Steam is doing a thing with their sale uh, where if you spend 30 not 29.99 to be no, clear, You have but to 30, yeah. Yep. Then you get $5 free. That's actually so, why I got
1: The Hand of Gilgamesh is because EDF5 was 29.99 and I was like so Hand of Gilgamesh's like 15 so if I spend 4
0: or if I spend 45, I spend 40 cuz I get twenty right. dollars back. So so you were i was actually more um meticulous in this (laughs) example (laughs) see i if i would have known that balloons td6 was a dollar then i
1: probably would have just done that
0: right um so what i ended up doing so i ended up getting some Stellaris dlc Mm -hmm. i have continued playing Stellaris. nice um i got some Stellaris dlc and then i also i think i got assassin's creed odyssey I own literally every Assassin's Creed game except that one, and it's supposedly the best. Yeah. So I don't know; haven't tried it yet. But um, either way, but so anyway, whatever I got, it put me at like twenty nine seventy <laughs> six, right? And so I was just like, "Did oh, you look for on. a thirty cent game?" <laughs> I didn't. What I did though was find I w- what I did was I went to my wish list. Okay, my wish list of a hundred games that I don't actually wish for because if I really want something, I just buy it. Right. Um, Anyway, and sorted it by price. And on that list, I found Homeworld Deserts of Karak. Oh, which yeah. That's from like four years ago. Right.
1: The one that's on, on a planet, the Homeworld yes.
0: Command and Conqueror style game. Yes. Um, and it was only five bucks. So when I added that, it actually just gave it to me for free. Which awesome. Was, which was great. So uh, I have played that as well. I will say, you know, for a long time, I've been like, man, Starcraft 2 just looks so good, which to be clear, I still think that is true. Right. But looking at Homeworld Deserts of Kark, which again is not a game that came out in 2020, so I'm sure even it could be exceeded at this point. Um, that game looks gorgeous. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how good it looks. Like, because you're driving over, like, sand dune time. Mm-hmm. And just the way that, like, the shocks on the wheels, like, ex- like, individually, like, extend out. Right. To- kind of roll uh, to- over the terrain. Yes. And, like, the little sand particles that will fly up. And uh, it's just it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Um It's just so it's such a pretty game. I haven't played a ton of it yet. I mean, I've probably played, I don't know, the first two or three missions of it. And it was it was enjoyable. Yeah, um, it was cool. It was a little strange. It it it's so funny because anytime I play RTS, I can't help but be like, "What does it do different than StarCraft?" Mm-hmm. And do I think it's better or worse? Right. Um. <laughs> and so one thing they do that's kind of interesting is they actually have mobile bases. So your command center, instead of being a fixed structure, is just a giant aircraft carrier on tracks. Okay. <laughs> that yeah. Drives around. So it's kind of neat because you're moving your base, and so you're finding resources to extract. But it's not just a pit of resources behind your starting location like it would be. Um, Really strange choice, though, is that there's no mini map. So instead, you press the space bar, and it brings it tactical view. Yeah, this full screen. Yeah, tactical view. It's it's like I mean it's a map, but it's it's like this weird blue. I don't know, colored everything Beauty kind of thing, like a hologram. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Tactical view is a very good explanation of it, I'm sure. But, but it's—I mean—you can control everything from that, mm-hmm. and, and it's easier than than trying to control things on the StarCraft mini map. Because, like in StarCraft, if you hotkey, for example, like your queen as a Zerg, mm-hmm. and then select the queen. With the hotkey, but you can be looking anywhere on the right. On the select the queen, press the spray hotkey, whatever that button is, and then click on a hatchery on the minimap. The closest the, queen, yeah. Right. Will do it, or whatever one you have selected. Right. Like. It will do that action, though. So it's possible to control units through the minimap, but you can't click on a dot on the StarCraft minimap and have that select the unit that you just thought of. And in Homeworld, you can do that, which is kind of cool because it does make it more, it does make it serve as a more tactical map because you can actually pull that up, and instead of getting lost in, like me, the details <laughs> of like, oh wow, look at the tire on that thing, which is not pertinent to the you know battle, um, and you can actually just see the position of things and then choose to you know select it from there and, and tell it to go wherever. <laughs> just from that tactical view. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I was, I would say I've been pleasantly surprised by it. I mean, Homeworld's kind of a cult classic, but. Yeah, uh, Homeworld 2 is really good. Um, yeah. It
1: also has kind of that tactical map view, but you have to use it a lot more because it's fully 3D uh, in the sense that it's in space, and so the z-axis exists. Um, So positioning and unit formations get really interesting when you have fighters. Like A V is not quite as effective as a three-dimensional X where the center ship is further back and you've got kind of a cone shape for your units. Like Those are a much more effective surround than in a 2D game where you
0: just need a semicircle. Well, that's what's actually kind of cool about this one is that despite it being planet-based, I think that they still actually do incorporate the 3D. Now you could argue that that StarCraft has that because there's high ground and low ground and right. those distinctions. But in StarCraft, if you're on the low ground, there is no other feature that's a middle ground. It's just high or low ground, period. Right. And there might even be three tiers of that right, in StarCraft, but it, it, it's still just a very kind of binary thing. Right. Whereas in this, again, because it's sand dunes and rolling hills everywhere, it actually does account for like line of sight over sand dunes. You actually get a defense and, or excuse me, a, a damage and range advantage for being on high ground when awesome. attacking enemies. So there's incentive when when engaging to like find terrain to also take advantage of. But again, that's not quite as on the nose as just here is clearly a high ground mm-hmm. spot that you would attack from. You know. Um, the real question is: is can you shoot a railgun through a hill
1: at another unit? I
0: don't think you can. That would so be never,
1: because like if it's sand, then like certain weapons, like you yeah, get like a missile's not going to go through, but like a railgun could shoot through a sand dune. That would be pretty. Yeah, there you know, could be rock underneath it to some extent, I don't right? Know. I mean,
0: you know, I don't it's know. a sand dune. But whenever you select your units, it'll actually show you like red lines coming out of your unit to wherever you told it to attack, and if there's a a line of sight break, it'll actually cut the line in half. Oh wow where that line of sight break is. So it's easy to see kind of where yeah. you're how many you're units are actually actively engage something. Well and and where they'll need to get to before they will engage. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, yeah, uh, I I was I was I was impressed with it, thought it was I, I it's been on my radar for a long time, but yeah. I don't know. I, I just I just never did it. Um but I would I would suggest it at least so far from what I've seen. Right on.
1: I was uh, I was pretty frustrated with the number of games on my Steam wish list. It feels like I only have two types of games on my wish list coming soon and early access. Mm. And like I just I can't even for games that are kind of more arcadey games like I really would like to pick up Nova Drift. It looks largely complete. I just can't bring myself to early access a lot of stuff right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially with the recent things with Torchlight where they were very much so like, don't play Torchlight if you're wanting to actually play it. Like, it is early access in the rawest sense. Right. And so I was like, yeah, that's not happening. I'm not going to, I would rather wait for Torchlight to be on release. But then we run into things like where I'm at with the Subnautica DLC, the, the Polar expansion or whatever where it's just been in early access for, I don't know, two years now, a year and a half, like it easily been early
0: access forever. And I'm just like, ah, it's killing me. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I don't know if we said it last week or, or or if we were just talking about it offline, but I, I feel like as much as I think that early access is a really cool development, if I actually think about what I think about early access games, right. Very small handful that I actually enjoyed, in early access and out of early access yeah. or like a game like Factorio technically hasn't come out of early access yet, Right. but unless they just fundamentally change the entire game, it's going to be I already. Yeah. I already know it's good. Right. And we'll be
1: back to it probably throughout well, my life. And like I said, I mean, I've seen quite a bit of gameplay of Nova drift even as early as like six months ago. And it looked like, it looked very playable and very fun and did not look like it had any glaring issues but i'm still not willing to pull the trigger even on sale mm-hmm. and just like i don't know
0: um one of the, a couple other things i'd like to give some quick shout outs to yeah. um not related to summer sale uh, but I did go back and play some Rocket League again over the weekend. You're right now related to Steam sale because
1: that's wish listed. And I was like, hey, summer sale, one of the big four, like one of the really big two, right? Like summer, winter. So definitely going to pick
0: this. Nope, nope, no sale price. So I will say actually then before I I go further that I I, and and I don't know if this would help you in that specific situation. um, But something that people should be aware of that I don't think everyone thinks about the steam summer sale is no longer the only choice. Like it used yeah. to be that if you want to discount games, the steam summer sale was awesome. Like it was one of a kind, but since they changed it years ago to stop offering flash sales, and everything, right. The humble store has a summer sale that goes on Green Man gaming has a st- summer sale that goes on. Um, well, my point just being, if you check steam and don't find what you're looking for, I would definitely go check those other places because there's a good chance you'll find it on sale somewhere. I just don't think it's one of those
1: things where, like,
0: I just expect it
1: to be on sale on Steam. right? And I'm not like, no offense, I'm not dying to play Rocket League over here. I should be. I should be. But it's something that I don't think about as, like... I want this game. I'm going to like, if I I just really wanted it, I could probably find it,
0: but I, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't actually, I actually meant to say that even not just at you in that specific context, but just in general, I think people aren't aware that there are summer sales that are literally equivalent to steam. And in fact, for me, it's actually kind of silly to buy things on the steam sale, because since I subscribe to humble monthly, I just get a discount from there already. Right. addition. So it's actually just cheaper on the Humble, Humble Store if I buy there. Um, I mean, dude, honestly, Rocket League, the soundtrack alone would win you over. It is it is incredible. Oh, it has. It is, I, I have the soundtrack saved. Oh, it is so good. <laughs> I love the soundtrack. Finally, it's great. After all these years, they've actually finally made it a, 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 an option where you can play the soundtrack while you're playing the matches. It used to only be available in the menus, and when you would go into the actual match... It was just match noise. There was no There's music. There's so
1: many tracks for that to just be menus. Like, it's like, I a, know. it's like a two to four
0: CD, quote unquote, like soundtrack. There's like 40 songs. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's, it's such a, it's so good. Um, anyway, Rocket League it does still continue to be uh, one of the best, like, microcosms of the human experience that I've ever, that I've ever seen. Before. The like whole it, human experience in Rocket did. League you get you get the highest highs you get the lowest lows you get feelings of betrayal feelings of camaraderie uh, everything i mean i guess you don't there's no child birthing uh, <laughs> but that's not true in my real life either so i don't i don't want, right. consider looking for that Do you you get uh, you get a little car marriage you know like <laughs> yeah yeah you fall in and out of love all in five minutes it's a five minute match unless it goes to overtime um I don't care about soccer. I don't care about cars. I love soccer cars. It's, and I'm not any good at it. I'm <laughs> terrible at rocket league. I miss the ball so much. And I still, it's, it's
1: kind of like the, the shout out to our discord. The meme that was shared there, it was like, uh, so how long have you been playing this game? Like 16 years. Oh, so how? So you're pretty good at it then, huh? And then just crying face like, <laughs>
0: Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. My Rocket League playtime belies how little skill I have in the <laughs> game. <laughs> but that's because it's spread out since, I think, 2014 or 15. Yeah. Is when it's it been it a l- out. long time. It has. And it's, I mean, I because of Overwatch, because of Overwatch League's investment in teams and cities and, and what they're doing, I think that that is the closest thing to a real chance for esports to be legitimized. In, right. The broader world um but man as far as an actual game to watch rocket league is the best esport that i've ever seen to watch it's not hard to follow because it's cars hitting a ball into a goal you know what i mean right um you don't and and how good they are like it's not clear to you if you've never played how how much skill is involved in the things that they're doing so if you do know it then it's awesome but if you don't it's not really that hard to see like, Oh, he's flying through the air and chase the ball down into the goal. And that's right. cool. I get it. You know, it's kind of like in watching like basketball or something, like if you know how hard it is to learn and pull off and master a certain move or something fine. But even if you don't, you can still see it and appreciate that that looked cool and worked. Right. Whereas like, if you're watching something like Dota or league of legends, it's kind of hard to know how hard something was unless you're just a player, mm-hmm. because it's yeah, not clear what's really the happening. the
1: baseline getting gold in Dota or League of Legends is actually the first <laughs> difficult thing. And that's the thing that like all the pros are just automatically doing it. So they're just, you see them getting gold and money and stuff. And you're like, oh yeah, you just play it and you get
0: gold. Right. You
1: go in and play and you're like, why am I not getting any gold? Like, well, you don't know how to last hit.
0: So. Right. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Um, and then the, the one last shout out I wanted to give is to Doom Eternal. I actually went back and started a new campaign oh. on the, higher difficulty setting no nightmare not ultra nightmare where it doesn't allow for checkpoints i'm not that much of a masochist um but nightmare is the same difficulty as that just with checkpoints right um it's great it is it's still it's still it's such an excellent game uh everything about it is is just so masterfully done and i know i went on and on when it came (laughs) out um but I was curious because I was also like I'd been anticipating mm-hmm. it. Is this ew. just hype stuff? And yeah, and like if I go back now that it's been a couple of months since I finished it, what will I think? And yeah, exact same. It's I'm uh, still
1: very excited to play. Uh, we pushed forward the uh, computer buying thing till probably later this year, but nice. Wanted to wanted to get the old mess egg up first, and can it couldn't w- really justify it.
0: Right. It won't disappoint you. Um, it will be there waiting, and it will be... It'll probably be better, because they continue to release updates for it. Um, so there'll probably be even more extra little cool stuff that wasn't there at launch. Right. So, good on it. But, uh, but, yeah, I think that was all that I really wanted to to cover. Did you have so I, else you wanted do to you. So I do have one
1: other shout-out, which is okay. a very odd reason to play a game. Um, but... I kind of hate myself. I don't want to admit this because there is deep shame. Uh, I finally picked up AFK Arena on my cell phone, which is probably one of the most advertised mobile games in existence. And I don't know if the crowd can hear me shaking my no, head. Yeah. <laughs> go on. But I actually have, and I probably just need to uninstall and go get all of the artwork. But the artwork in that game is phenomenal like it is all kind of a a very unique type of cell shading and in the form of like tarot cards Mm. um there's not actually a ridiculous number of heroes and indeed all of the ads are a lie it's just the same kind of afk hero battler that all of them are um even as much as it tries to say that it it's not it is um but the artwork is just incredible. Hmm. Um, and I've actually, it's its all very vector art. Uh, but with a, a lot higher, it's very high detail vector art, which is not mm-hmm. usually you see vector art and cell shading is very wide swaths of stuff. But this is a very, very high detail, but with really like it not a good balance. It's not so hyper detailed that it might as well be a painting. Uh, or a digital kind of painting of some sort it's this really interesting balance where especially on some of the areas like not just the individual heroes but there's also like quote unquote guilds which are like two or three heroes of the same backstory that kind of group together but the artwork for it in those when you have multiple heroes in this kind of stained glass tarot art style Mm. that there's just a ridiculous amount of detail in those and I really don't care about the game. I definitely want to get all of the hero artwork and all of the like multi-card artwork and stuff and just Mm. save all of it and try to replicate that style in something. I feel like that that is something to aspire to in vector art. It's, it's amazingly well done. And yeah, the gameplay is terrible. I'm still kind of playing it. I'm sure in about a week or so, it's not like I'm not, I'm not enjoying that I'm hooked. I'm just generically hooked. But there is no advertisements. Like so there's no ads, which I thought was that was Did it. you buy it? No. No, so it's it's free to play. It's all huh. microtransaction based. But even so like I get yes, you can you can go crazy with the micro there are multiple $99 bundles or whatever. But honestly, I was like Hoarding gems because I noticed there was like in game gold and then there were gems, so that's your secondary currency that you can buy. So I was like hoarding them, like kind of look up a new guide, like hey, what should I do? What should I use my limited number of gems on? I just have like 15,000 of them now, and I you actually can just spend good like you actually earn a decent amount at least in the mm. early game and there's plenty of other like in-game quests and stuff so you earn a fair amount of them and there's not so many heroes that i feel overly paywall like i i've unlocked probably 60 70 percent of the heroes that you can get um at least as far as the obvious ones. so there's probably an ultra tier that i'm not aware of or something but um It definitely seems like more of the progression is based around ascending the same hero a bunch of times than it is about unlocking some super spare special rare one or whatever um but yeah art wise i i I have a comment that i wrote down because i thought about it uh in and it kind of applies here as well as like hoarding gems uh i need to get the air conditioning coolant recharged on my car um but i this is the first car that i've had that has working air and it works pretty well it's not like sputtering out or anything i have air conditioning but because i know it needs recharged i've been conserving it in the same way that you would hoard potions or
0: usable <laughs> items
1: in a game like i don't i don't know i'm going to need this potion of five percent haste that's a minor potion i might need it at some point so i'm gonna hoard 30 of them at high level because i might use them eventually that's how i am with the air conditioning in my car even
0: though in in those games what's so what's so interesting is that if you never use them then you don't build into your mental gameplay checklist Mm -hmm. to To use use potions Yep. right (laughs) even even if you could benefit and logically would do it you just don't think about it because the whole game you've said, no, I don't do that. Well, and it's not like this is a new car.
1: I've had this car for like, I don't know, seven years or so, and it has great AC. But I have that same mental mindset from it, A, not having AC for so long and B, being in a conservatory mindset as that I'll just be driving down the road and it'll be like 90 degrees outside. And I'm like, I am dying. I am really hot and and i'm sweating if only there was some way that i could cure this because if i roll the window down it's just a convection oven like if there was only some way to get cool air out of my oh air conditioning
0: (laughs) the thing that the button is here for right (laughs) (laughs) no i it's this is so not gaming related now all of a sudden but uh, and i don't even know if this will be interesting or not i'll try and make it brief i have a fitbit The watch or whatever you know, the stupid little band where the the buckle connects to it breaks over and over and over again. I've had three different bands. Wow, one of them a buddy of mine gave me his extra. Another one was the one it came with, and the third one was I had the whole watch got replaced under warranty, so I got it yet another third band. Right, all of them have broken in the exact same spot in the exact same way. I guess I'm being rough with it, but it's, I don't do anything crazy. You know what I mean? I just take it off and put it on. I I don't know. Um, Anyway, well, they sell these stupid bands, the replacement bands for $30. And I was like, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not. That's where they get their money, you know? Especially when I know it's faulty, you know what I mean? Right. So a buddy of mine came over to see me and I was, so what I've been doing is cutting strips of gorilla tape in half long ways. And then like using that to loop it over and and suspend it there or whatever. So I had a buddy come by and he saw me fiddling with that for the better part of five minutes trying to get it to, to work one time. And he was like, he just immediately pulls up Amazon where they sell metal watch bands yep. for the Fitbit. That's what I was going to ask is if they- $15 <laughs> and shows that to me and he was like, If you can't, I will pay the $15. (laughs) Just because I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah, but you have to stop doing this. And I was like, that's fair. I mean, I was going
1: to offer that they make, like, uh, the zip ties. (laughs) They make zip ties with a lever on them that you can undo. Oh. uh, Which are the best. If you use zip ties for anything, find release hatch zip ties. They will change your
0: life. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I was like, you could fashion something up. Or I was going to also suggest there's probably a metal band. Unless it's a piece that breaks like the hinge or something, like on the inside where the pins are. If that piece breaks, it's probably going to break on the metal one. But
0: Mm-mm. Nope, it's just a little rubber piece that comes undone. Nope, then yeah. yeah. Anywho, <laughs> some of us have bad watch bands, some of us don't have air conditioning in our cars. I, I you know actually,
1: I, mean? I will admit... Uh, <laughs> I have, so I need to replace the watch band on. I just have a regular wristwatch that I really like. Uh, It has a leather band that got really worn out. And I want to get a metal one, but I fidget like kind of obsessively. If I have something to fidget with, I will fidget with it. And I burn out metal clasps, like the little tri fold Mm -hmm. snap clasps. I'll clicky clack those like more than a bad office worker with a pen, like until I just bend them um right. so i can't really i'm just i'm screwed if i do screwed if i don't you know like if i replace the band i'm gonna ruin it if i don't replace it then i it's already ruined so well i've got some gorilla tape over here <laughs> a solution it doesn't have a heart <laughs> monitor so taping over the the sole observable area of the watch kind of defeats the purpose of having a watch
0: it doesn't go over i'll show you sometime
1: i'll show you sometime. oh okay <laughs> you got a special way to do it <laughs> <laughs> uh anything else you wanted to cover no no i think that uh we've got you know holiday week coming up so i'm i'm good with uh i'll i'll I have a few other things that i do am thinking about um there's more adventures of D and uh there mm-hmm. might be a couple of twitter posts around the time that this goes up but uh i'm going to save most of that because uh i don't know how it's going to turn out in the end so cool cliffhangers
0: <laughs>
1: sounds good so that's all for our episode today Please join the discussion by tweeting your thoughts to us at P-U-Y-S-Pod or follow us there to get a notification on our stream times. Check out the links below for many other ways of getting a hold of us. From our email to our Discord server, we would love to hear and discuss your thoughts. If you like this episode, please rate, star, thumbs up, and review us wherever you're listening. And hey, tell a friend about us. It really does make a difference. All of our links will be available in the show notes. And if you want more of Walker's personal insights and interviews on pretty much everything not related to gaming, check out his other podcast, The Walk Show, which is available everywhere podcasts are found.
0: NFL fans, Dak Prescott here. Want to spend Sunday afternoons with your favorite teams and players? Switch to DirecTV and get NFL Sunday ticket included at no extra cost. I'm talking every live out-of-market game every Sunday, no matter where you live. So switch to DirecTV to get the 2020 NFL Sunday ticket season included at no extra cost. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Out-of-market games only. Requires choice package or above. Minimum $74.99 a month before discounts. Prices higher in second year. Regional sports fee up to nine ninety-nine dollars a month applies. 24-month agreement, activation, other fees.
1: Terms and restrictions apply.